Have you ever wondered why you were created? You know, what's the purpose? Why why were you created? You know, and it's it's hard to believe um, that your creation was part of a work of art <laughs> that God has in mind. Uh, has had in mind for all eternity. Um, I don't believe that your creation was random. It wasn't chance. It wasn't some sort of roll of uh, celestial dice or the flip of your co of a coin. I believe that your creation was a part of the art that God has in mind for, for all of us. And it's hard to believe. It seems so vast, immeasurable and beyond our understanding mysteriously and complex beyond anyone's ability to grasp into everyday sentences. And if it's true, which I truly believe it is, then why was I created? And uh, I wonder, I pray, I scratch my head and hold up the questions up to God. Why? Why was I created? And uh, people send me questions that I and myself don't have neat, tidy answers. Well, maybe I do, but they probably won't satisfy or solve a hurting soul, soul completely. And it seems like the recurring answer that it keeps coming to me is that um, we are broken people living in a broken world where broken world choices and decisions are made. But God is in the business of making all things new. So... Uh, we pray, we trust, and we hope, and we, and we take action. And is that um, broad enough to envelop your situation where you're wondering, why am I here? Does it give you a glimmer of presence in your loneliness? And, and in the depth of pain, we, 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 it's okay. We do wonder our purpose, our existence. And in the smallest, we ask if we matter at all. Can I, in my millimetre life experience, make a difference? Look, um, I'm a gardener, and I was looking in the garden yesterday and at an area that a year ago was completely barren of plant life. It was just sort of like nothing was there, nothing was growing. It was under some shade of some big trees. And um, it was just sort of tree litter underneath these trees. And if you come over to the blog, the link is in the, in the bottom of the show notes, you'll see a picture of this area. And a year ago, I actually planted this plant, which I really like, called Clivia or Clivia. And it's one of my favourite plants because uh, it has these lush green leaves and brilliant spring red flowers. And about a year ago, I planted uh, this whole area with with clavia and now those plants are established and they are still small but some of them have started flowering and it's giving me kind of like a vision of what will be uh, i already have an established area which the clavia are full and bloom and they're amazing they're, they're filling the space with color and life and if, again if you come over to the blog you'll be able to see these um a picture of this clivia, just bright, red, um, uh, beautiful flowers. And I envision that in a couple of years' time, 
uh, with with me watering and caring for them and watering, uh, feeding and weeding around them, that this whole area will be uh, covered in clavia and it'll be all yellow and red and birds will be getting into them and there'll be insect life around them and there'll be insects underneath them. It'll be all just a real bountiful ecosystem buzzing around. I'm excited. Will I get to see it? Maybe. I, I hope so. Um, but it might be a gift for uh, future gardeners that might uh, live here. And they might get inspired to carry on and do uh, more things, you know. But in 10 years' time, no one will probably, or maybe 50 years' time, no one will know who had the vision of this little portrait of Eden. Um, but the beauty of this art will hopefully still shine on. Now, look, um, probably because I put it out on YouTube, or <laughs> they might be able to work out that it was me. Hello. The question is, why was I created? There is a beautiful work of art verse written by the artist Paul to some people living in the city of Ephesus. And I've been to Ephesus and I've seen some of the beautiful things there. And he writes this, we are God's work of art, created in Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus. For the good works which God has already designated to make up our way of life. Ephesians 2 verse 10. What thoughts and feelings get generated when you read, you are God's work of art? A dismissal, dismissal of yourself? A scoffing of God's artistic ability? A rejection and even pushing away of love? Remember that how you see God influences how you see everything. Are you shaking your fist at God with anger? Perhaps you're laughing with delight at the wonder of God's creative choices. <laughs> we were created for good works. And that word work in the original Greek is the word ergon, which means task, employment, a deed, action, that which is wrought or made. A work. What is your good work? What tasks, employment, deeds and actions do you involve yourself in? Uh, for me, it was creating a beautiful little garden area there. Uh, I firmly believe that there is a close tie between a person's mental wellness and their expression of a good work. It could be the job they have, but even more so, it could be in the other areas of their lives. It could be in their writing, music, painting, preparing meals, gardening, knitting, sewing, dance, interior, exterior design, restoration of old houses, cars and bikes. It could be in the raising of children. The list is absolutely endless as to the good works God has set before us to complete. We are a creative creation reflecting the creative nature of God. When we are not expressive, Something is not fully of fully God alive in us. I'd like to tell you about Sarah. Sarah was uh, self-destructing. A lifetime of abuse had left her completely empty and hollow. Married and with children, it felt like for her she was simply there to be everyone's servant, or more so a slave. And 
As we talked, I asked her about her hobbies and crafts that she has. She said that when she was young and at school, she loved to paint and that she really has a special eye for colours and texture. See, she especially enjoyed making cards and decorating them with special lettering, using different colours and fonts and adding paper flowers and sparkles. As she told me, I could see something come alive in her. It was like I had ignited a flame and it was glowing with excitement. But then she told me about how it had been shut down in her. Family members had critiqued her good works with advice and suggestions instead of encouragement and soul care. Their words echoed the abuse of others. I encouraged, I encouraged their art. It had to come out. The world needed it and longed for it. Gradually, her good work got more and more elaborate and overwhelmingly beautiful. This growth and confidence and hope spilled over to other areas in her life. Now, this is not one of those success stories where she ends up selling her artwork all over the world, has a huge social media following, drives a Ferrari. <laughs> no, she simply keeps on doing her art, doing her good works and filling her world with gifts. It's interesting to note that as her creativity came to express itself, the, the shadow of the traumas she experienced seems to lose some of their power. She had a new perspective on life and focus. Healing was happening through her art. So on the, on the website, I've actually created a special place on turning the page for people to express their good works. I've called it the Creator's Corner. And it's where you can share your writing, painting, photography, poetry, music, gardening, illustrations, craft metal, etc., 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 etc. Your expression of God's creativity in you. So if you want to, you can come and have a look at that. There's a link in the show notes uh, within the, the link in the show notes to this particular post. Here's some uh, quotes. One will never have joy if you're only looking at what you are meant to be able to do. Dan Allender, I like that. At what you're meant to be able to do. Yeah, Dr. Cecil. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. <laughs> we rob ourselves of immeasurable joy when we compare what we do know about ourselves with what we don't know about someone else. Rob Bell. Hope begins in the dark, the stubborn hope that if you just show up and try to do the right thing, the dawn will come. You wait and watch and work, you don't give up. Anne Lamont. It is one thing to endure, endure the years of discipline that it takes to learn a craft and then to put paint on paper in new and creative ways. That might, in some cases, rise to great art. We have to know the rules before we can break the rules. Breaking the rules, after all, is often the own, often the source of genuine creativity and even genuine holiness. Richard Raw. Inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. Inspiration usually comes, oh sorry, read that again. Inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. Madeline La Engel. 
and creativity is seeing what others see and thinking what no one else ever thought. Albert Einstein. Some questions. Number one, born to create. What thoughts come to you when you read you are born to create? Two, think of a time when you were creative. What were you doing and how did it make you feel? Three, what stops or hinders you being creative? Other people's opinions, past experiences? What stops you? Here's a um, formation exercise. Do something creative this week. It could be anything at all. Sing, dance, bake, build, uh, write, build, plant, sew, paint. <laughs> Journal about what you have created or email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz about it. Hey, thanks for watching or listening. Um, I'd love to hear how you are creative. I, I find it really encouraging in my creativity to hear the creativity of others. Hey, uh, yeah, go down to the show notes, read them, share this post, share this post with other people. Love to get more people watching and reading and listening. Okay, thanks. Bye.